Welcome, church. Welcome to the gathering this morning. Come on in. Let's stand to our feet. As as we kick it off, um, we're going to sing a song called Wairua Tapu, and it's um, about welcoming the Holy Spirit. And, and you might think, well, the Holy Spirit's already there, and absolutely, absolutely He is. But um, when you come to meet with someone, you welcome them, yeah? Kind of like I'm saying welcome to, to everyone who's coming in the door now, because we were already here beforehand. Now, Holy Spirit, I reckon, says welcome to you as well. <laughs> So when we sing Wairua Tapu, I reckon it's a two-way street, yeah? We're singing praise to our God, welcome God, because we desire to be with you, and I reckon God's saying, I desire to be with you, yeah? Are you ready? Sing Wairua Tapu. Welcome in this place, Lord. 
have your praises to Him. That's what we're here for, to praise our God. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Speak Him out. Praise you, Lord. Truly are you, Lord God. Holy are you, Lord God.
to his crown in you, our God. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Father, I thank you that we can sing truth this morning, that every victory, every need is found in you. And so this morning, from the outset, we turn our hearts, we turn our attention to you. We turn our attention to you, Father. I thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are in this place. And we welcome you. We welcome you not only to be here, but to have your way as we gather together and to guide our proceedings to do whatever you want to do, really. And so, Lord, my prayer this morning for us as a people is that every person in this place would encounter your presence. That every person in this place, by the time we leave this morning, will be able to say, this morning I met in the presence of God. I met with the presence of God. I met God. And we met one another. So Lord, we declare your blessing as we gather together. We declare your blessing on our city, on our nation. Father, on the nations of the world. Interesting things are happening. We know you've got your hand on them. We thank you for that. Thank you for our time together in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, it is great to see you. Before you take a seat, why don't you say hello to a couple of people around you. Just greet them. And... While you're still in this kind of greeting frame of mind, how about some of you that are toward the back a bit, come and fill up this bit here, because we've got Pastor Steve with us from Melbourne this morning, and I know he likes to be able to connect as he preaches. God's going to download some stuff. Steve's a a prophet, and we're really looking forward to his ministry this morning. But um, I reckon it would be much easier for him if some of these seats here were filled up. So just, you know, as we... Why don't you just, just move? No one's moving. Just come down here. Come on, someone move. You can do it. You can do it. Don't don't hide at the back. That's where the conviction is. Blessings at the it's like a wave. Blessings at the front, convictions at the back. That's how it works. You won't find that in the Bible, by the way. When we sing the next songs, how about a few more of you come over here, okay? Fill up all around this area. That would be really, really good. Well, it's great to see you on this wet Waikato day. Had a few in a row, haven't we? Amazing. It's great to see you. I hope you feel welcome. If you're visiting with us this morning, trust that you can relax. Enjoy yourself. Enjoy the presence of God. As I said, it's wonderful to have Pastor Steve with us this morning from Melbourne. And so I trust you feel relaxed as well. And uh, great to have you here. Actually, I will introduce you now properly. How's that? Then later you can just get up and go. What's that sound? That that all right? Yeah, like, do your thing, not go. (laughs) So we've been journeying with Steve for a few years now. And um, Steve is a prophet. 
And uh, he's been a great blessing to us as a church. And one of the things I really, really value about Steve's and my relationship, and you have to hear this right or else it'll sound terrible, is the distance. Um, because he doesn't know what's happening here day to day or anything else. And I don't tell him. And uh, so when I invite him in, I just say, come. And he comes with whatever God's laid on his heart. And we just connect the dots. And so um, for Steve and I, we built a great friendship. And um, this is about journeying life together. It's not just about him turning up on a Sunday and um, sharing what God's laid on his heart. There's something in the journey that's really special. And um, so we, we just are journeying this thing together, seeing what God will do and where God's taking us. And uh, it is great to have you here. Fantastic. So you're part of the family now. You can relax and do whatever you want. It's good. Well, who's had a birthday or a wedding anniversary in the last week? Yeah, come down. I've got nuts. If you're doing the Daniel fast, got nuts. How many of you enjoying that lettuce? Man, I, I was at a restaurant last night. And I did the right thing and ordered the salad, but it had bacon and eggs in it. Wedding anniversary or birthday? Birthday for you. Fantastic. Do you want to tell me how many years? Go on, do it. 82. Congratulations. That's awesome. 82 is not out. That's awesome. You're far from out. Far from out. Wedding anniversary? How many years? Five years. Congratulations. That's awesome. Brilliant. Wedding anniversary, eh? How many years? 33. Come on. Brilliant. Wedding anniversary? How many years? 10. Brilliant. Very good. Church, would you like to jump up on your feet? Let's pray and declare God's blessing over these ones. Oh, is it coming? Is it coming? It's coming. It's coming. I'll have to go with my card if it doesn't come. No, it's coming. Here it comes. There it is. There it is. Now. Okay, let's go. Ready? Father, thank you for your family. We declare blessing, health, favour, prosperity, and purpose. New word there. And purpose and protection over them this year. Activate your love and goodness through each one. In Jesus' name, amen. Well done. couple of things you need to know about. Our Tuesday night prayer gatherings have started again. And so here at 7.30 on Tuesday, what we thought we might do is on the first weekend of March. See, prayer is incredibly powerful. Everything is built on prayer. God said, Jesus said, my Father's house will be a house of prayer. Everything's built on prayer. And um, I shared with the uh, everyone who was at the, the prayer meeting on the pre-gathering on Tuesday night that God's doing some really cool stuff. We've been praying for some buildings to be released to us as a church uh, for our campus project in the future. And uh, we've been praying for that as a church and Ray and I have been knocking on doors and not a lot has been happening. Well, we had a meeting 10 days ago and just to keep it really short and brief, the door is starting to open. The door is starting to open and the people who own the buildings are saying, right, what do we got to do to make this happen? That's pretty cool. That's massive. That's a huge shift. So, um, and I believe that's just that's because we're praying. That's because we've been praying into it, been praying it into it as a church, which is really, really exciting because God answers prayers to fulfil His purpose. 
So um, Tuesday night, 7.30, uh, what I thought would be really good is the first week of March, we'll have our prayer gathering around on the Ruakura campus. And um, we'll pray around there uh, for something different and we can look at the, the property and we can look at the land and we can dream the dreams and we can call them in by faith. Does it sound right? All three of you thought it was all right. We had a deal last year that you talked back to me. Nothing's changed this year. You've got to talk back to me. Does it sound all right or does it not? Oh, um, uh, it does sound all right. Let me just make a statement. It sounds all right. And um, this thing's got to be birthed out of prayer and in prayer. And that is what's going to happen. So that's good. Uh, there is a creative night on the 23rd of this month, which is this coming week. If you're interested in being part of the creative team down here, that's Thursday, is it? It's Thursday. Um, I haven't got a time. What time is it? 7.30. Oh, it's up there. Look at that. If you're interested, you don't have to be part of the creative team yet. If you're interested in being part of the creative team, be down here, 7.30 on Thursday night. That'll be great. And something that I know they're really wanting to do this year is to extend into all the arts, not just music is to extend into all the arts so you know if you're an arty sort and you think maybe God's just stirring you in that direction come down get to know the people oh that painting that's pretty cool eh Mia Mia did that Mia Vink um, how old's Mia 18, 19 that is pretty cool eh she did that just so you could have that like on the screen today that's amazing so that's very cool um, also now, Girls' Day Out is coming, and this is the last week for early bird tickets for Girls' Day Out, this coming week. So you need to get your tickets for that, because Girls' Day Out is coming up very, very fast, and that's great. Is there anybody here right now who's coming to India with me this week? No? Okay, we'll do that later. I'm going to India this week, just so you know. Going to see Pastor Surinder later in the week. Well, I'm going a lot of places before then. Uh, Steve and I are going to Fielding together. We're going to Christchurch together. And then I go to India and um, to try and lead what's happening over there with the, the churches in the Punjab. So that'll be exciting. Oh, that's right. Thank you, Jen. I should have written that down. Also, tomorrow night... <clears throat> we've got a, if, if you consider yourself a leader in the life of Activate Church, it doesn't matter what you're doing, where you are, if you consider yourself a leader in the life of Activate Church, uh, we've got a meeting with Steve McCracken at 7.30 down here. So please come down, be part of that. It's going to be really good. We've got a few leaders coming in from other churches as well. We'll have a great time together. Well, this morning we get to celebrate communion together. And so if the host could hand out the emblems, please, that would be wonderful. Matthew 26, from verse 26, says this. As they were eating, Jesus took some bread and he blessed it. Then he broke it into pieces and he gave it to the disciples saying, take this and eat it, for this is my body. And he took a cup of wine and he gave thanks to God for it. He gave it to them and he said, each of you drink from it, for this is my blood, which confirms the covenant between God and his people. It is poured out as a sacrifice to forgive the sins of many.
In another passage, Jesus says, do this in remembrance. Do this when you come together to remember what I've done for you. Do this when you come together to remember that I've paid the ultimate cost. I died on the cross. Well, I came as a man. I died on the cross and I was risen from the grave. All so that we can have relationship with the Father. When you think about it, the more you think about it, it is such an amazing thing. That because what of what Jesus did, you and I can now have intimate relationship with God the Father. It's like we can just come right into his living room this morning, sit on the couch beside him. It's kind of shoulder up to him, so to speak, and be with him. That was impossible before Jesus went to the cross but because of what Jesus did. And this morning as we take the emblems together, we're invited to remember that Jesus' body was broken on the cross and his blood was spilt on the cross so that we can have that intimate connection. So Father, this morning as we receive these emblems, we do so with huge thanksgiving in our hearts. We do so sometimes almost taking it for granted that we can be so intimately connected to you. For a moment this morning we stop to realise the enormity of the situation and the enormity of the gift that's been given to us through Jesus. And we say thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So I invite you to take the emblems this morning, the bread representing his body that was broken and the juice representing his blood that was spilt. And do so with a heart of thanksgiving. Jesus. We honour you, we lift you up. We seize this opportunity right now to lift you up. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are here and that you want to connect with every person this morning. Amen. Amen. Can I encourage you again as we're singing? Why don't you just, some of you come across, fill up this front area over here. It would really help Steve. He'll ask. If you don't do it, he'll ask. So, Come and do it. Thanks. Stand to our feet, church, when you're ready. Steve's going to come over there.
I'd like to go over there, but I don't have a wireless mic or anything. I'm, I'm stuck here. But you guys have mobility. So come on. <laughs> I believe this morning that there's this, um, God is saying to us as a church, uh, for this time, um, to come to his table, that there's this uh, feast he's prepared for you, different revelation he wants to impart to you there's, there's faith that he wants to impart to you there's different things of him that, and he's talking to you um, and it's a choice that we're going to have to make to step up to that table and partake in there so as we worship this morning it's, you know it's, it's not about trying to be something or perform or something like that it's about relationship with your God it's about coming in with your king, hanging out with him, listening to him. So let's take that step out this morning. Let's worship our God. Praise his name. Thank you, Lord.
that we are the family of God but we also thank you that we are the army of God and this is a time for the church to actually rise up not to sit down not to settle complacency has maybe gripped some of us and God says it's time actually to stand up before you think you're ready to stand up we will either live by feelings or we'll live by faith and this is a time for the righteous to live by faith the Son of God and what He has done for us. We'll either live by information or we'll live by revelation. And God, we cry out in this place that this will be a place of revelation today. Lord, a place of disclosure, a place of pulling back the curtain, the veil that hinders us from seeing, oh God. Lord, we want to move from knowing about You to knowing You, oh God. There should be a deep knowing on the inside of our heart that we know that we are loved and we are valued and we are accepted by Almighty God. Holy Spirit in this place today, Lord, in this little bit of time we've got, Lord, I'm praying that you do a lot of work. Father, the cry of our heart is not 
for you just to go with us on the place of our, to the place of our choosing, but you will lead us to the place of your choosing. And Lord, we say, Lord, would you give us ears to hear what your spirit wants to say? Spirit, have your way in this place. Have your way in this place. Have your way in this place while you're still standing. Let me read a scripture over you. Ephesians chapter 1, verses 3. Praise be to the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. How many people know that that right there is a great place to start your day? Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has not will, who has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing. Listen, in Christ, everyone say in Christ. In Christ, we sang before in His presence is freedom. In Christ, the spiritual blessings are not from Christ, they're in Christ. For He chose us in Him in Christ, in Him, before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in His sight. And in love, He predestined us to be adopted as His sons and daughters through Jesus Christ, in accordance with His pleasure and His will. His pleasure and His will. To the praise of His glorious grace, which He has freely given us in the one he loves in him are you getting the message not from but in him in him we have redemption through his blood in him the forgiveness of sins in him in accordance with the riches of God's grace that he lavished on us with all wisdom and understanding and he made known to us the mystery of his will Lord would you do that today in Jesus name according to His good pleasure, which He purposed in Christ to be put into effect when the times will have reached their fulfillment to bring all things in heaven and on earth together under one head, even Christ. Father, we thank You that we are hidden in Christ, that we are seated with Christ in heavenly places, that we no longer live, but Christ lives in us. That we're the dwelling place of the Holy Spirit who lives in us. Christ in us, us in Christ, Holy Spirit in us. What a wonderful, wonderful thing. We praise you, we bless you, we worship you. In the name of Jesus Christ, we're asking you to speak now. I've already said a bit. This morning will be either information or revelation. And I wonder if there's anyone here that would say out of your own mouth, Holy Spirit, reveal what you want to say to me. I wonder if you'd just do that right now. Church, the Bible says your expectation will not be disappointed. Your, your expectation will not be disappointed. I believe that I'm in a time where God doesn't want me just to come and bring a nice sermon, a nice message, but... One of the things he's stirring on my heart as a prophet right now is to speak a word that shifts and creates. 
How many people would be honest enough to know that sometimes in our lives we need to have a word that shifts us from maybe where we are to where God wants to take us? How many people know life can sometimes get on top of us and we can become a little bit settled and Holy Spirit wants to shift something? I've been in church my whole life and walked with God my whole life and been blessed, but I'm in a season now where God's wanting to shift some thinking in me. Can I be honest with you? Is that okay? Because one of the things that God's told me coming into this year is to have the posture of a student. Never get to a place where we think, I know everything there is to know. No, no, no. I realize the longer I go that there's some unlearning to do as well as some learning to do. Yeah? We need to be ones that say, God, I've always known this, but maybe I'm only seeing a part of it. Maybe I'm seeing a distortion of it. Maybe I'm looking through a lens that's maybe not as clear as you want it to be. Is anyone with me this morning? Because we need to understand that the Spirit, the Bible even says we know in part, we see in a part, we look through a glass dimly. I want to see clearly. I want to see clearly. So I believe God's purpose today is to shift something. But also the word He gave me is create. Sometimes if we're not careful with the prophetic, our greatest prayer is, Father, will you confirm what's in my heart? which is delightful, and He's such a good God, He does that. But I feel God is coming today and say, I want to actually take a different step to that. I don't want to just come and confirm what's in your heart. God's saying, I want to speak what's on my heart. I don't know if you heard what He just said. Because sometimes God wants to speak something that's on His heart that is not yet even on our radar. And it might not be for now, but it might be for a future time. And he says, I want to plant a seed now. So when the future time comes, you go, hey, God knew about it back then. Because when there's an impossibility in the task, but God knew about it back then, it gives us confidence to walk into the impossibility. Am I making sense right? We've got to be careful we don't come to God. I can see where this is, how this is flowing right now, so you can take a seat because otherwise you're going to be here to the end standing up. You stay with me, Luke. You could. We've got to be careful we're not coming to God and to church just for God to do what we want Him to do. We're talking about in Christ, in Christ. The Bible says, in Him we live and move and have our being. I don't want to be a believer that says, God, would you just, I know where I'm going. Every Get up every day, God, would you bless what I'm doing? I, I want to see what God's doing. Because how many people know what God's doing is blessed? And I want to have ears to hear and eyes to see what the Spirit is saying and doing. I don't even know if I'm conveying myself properly right now because uh, this, is not, this is just stirring on the inside. I want church to be about God. I want my life to be about God. I want the Christian walk to be about God once again. I don't want it just to be about me on what I'm doing and God blessing. I want it to be about God. I don't want to be in my workplace just about me. I want it to be about God in me and in that environment. We say, let your kingdom come, let your will be done. God wants to do it in your environment, but you're the chosen vessel. But if we go there just to earn a dollar, it won't happen. God wants to be in you and through you. It's time for it to become about God again. About God. In the beginning, God. Not in the beginning, Steve. Not in the beginning, you. In the beginning, God, let me pray for you.
what your name is. Jeff. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, is this something that you're just drawing my attention to right now? I see that there's been seasons in your life, and this is a season where God's going to unlock something that was there in years gone by. It was fruitful, but there's God's going to unlock it to a new level. God would say to you in this ta- in this day, this right now here today, some things from that have been. You've already processed, but God says, just let it go fully because right now what I'm about to do will eclipse whatever has been done before. And don't take any negative um, expectations from what has been. Have a positive expectation that God is going to do something new and fresh in you. There's something that's, uh, I see good seasons, but I see there's, there's some challenges that came out of that. And in some ways it would be almost like the call of God was maybe it was that time was done. No. It's about to come again. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, the revelation flow. Father, I speak the fullness of that healing. Holy Spirit, even as we are just here in your presence for the next little while, would you minister to them, bless them, for they something far up again. Far up again. But not a continuation of the old, but a brand new step in and step in and a brand new step in and step in and step in and step in and step in. Bless them, Lord. Bless them, Lord. Bless them, Lord. I believe the prophetic word from God for me uh, that God gave to me heading into this year was stepping into the fullness of what Father has for me. And it's an interesting phrase and I've got a lot to get done in the next 20 minutes, but that's okay. You might just have to come for the next one and we'll download what God wants to say because uh, I'm not here to get through an agenda. You've probably heard me say that before. I'm just here to do what God wants to do. But this statement to me, stepping into the fullness of what Father has for me, it's quite a powerful statement. I think I might lean into that a little bit more tonight, but notice the first two words, stepping in. I realize that sometimes I can have this posture. Maybe you would be honest enough to say sometimes you've got this posture too, that God, if you want to bless me, if you want to do something, if you want to go for it. And God says, that's great, but step in. He says, you stir up the gift. You eagerly desire. Come on. It's time to step in. It's time to desire. It's time to stir up. Church, church, church. I wish I could have a one-on-one with every one of you. Some of you are wish, glad that I can't. But I, I wish I could not to bring any form of guilt, condemnation, but rather just to, to, to transplant something into your spirit that this, this is the time for New Zealand. I live in Australia, lived there for 24 years, lived here for 20 years. I'm a Kiwi, Aussie, Quasi, set with the All Blacks, then I'm a Kiwi. God loves the All Blacks, so, so do I. But this is living in Melbourne. I love Melbourne, love Australia. But even getting ready to come here, I've been praying, Psalm 1-8, God says, ask me for the nations, I'll give them to you. As your inheritance, I'm saying, God, I want New Zealand. I want New Zealand. I hope I'm not in Melbourne saying, God, give us New Zealand. When I say give us New Zealand, I'm talking about that, they, that the New Zealand actually gets transformed by the power of God. I hope I'm not praying for it more than you're praying for it. God wants to come and stir something up on the inside of us. You say, but I'm just me. Oh, how many just me's have impacted this world? 
How many just me's have transformed workplaces and transformed families? How many just me's? Come on, don't tell me Peter, after he denied and felt worthless, didn't feel like a just me. Don't tell me David, after he committed adultery and he tripped up and he committed murder, didn't feel like a just me. The Bible and history is full of just me's. And this room is full of just me's. And just me's can pray and see this nation changed. But we've got to be not living for us, but for the glory of God. Somebody says, easy for you, Steve. It's tough for me right now. Pastor Jan and Sharon know it's been tough for me over recent times. But I'm reminded this morning singing, Christ in me. Christ in me. You might say, but I'm just me. I don't have enough. Christ in you. Maybe that's what we need a revelation of right now. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I'm asking for that right now. Maybe some of us, you want to join me. but Lord, I've walked with you for 43 years, but man, I, I need a greater revelation of Christ in me. What does that mean, God? That God Almighty lives in me. 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 He lives in me. He lives in me. Give us revelation, Almighty God. Give us revelation. Thank you, Almighty God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm asking, Father, lead us to the place of your choosing. What I want to do in the remainder of our time, I, this is probably a little bit more on the corporate that I want to download some words I've got for different areas. And I'm just going to read them out. I want to speak them out so that you've got them on the recording so you can go through them. And some of what I'm about to say is not on your radar, okay? But this might be the shift and it might be the create. Will you not discount what I'm about to bring? But we say, okay, Father, if you're speaking, okay, we're not going to force it. We're not going to try and make it happen. But we're also not going to discount it. God speaks before a time, so many times, to bring the confirmation before. So will you receive what I'm about to bring? Praise God. I heard you say yes. Praise the name of Jesus. God is wonderfully good. And tonight we'll see what God wants to do. You've got a seat. You're all good. Stay right there. Pastor Sheridan and Jan, I, I want to release a word over you. Everything I've got that I'm about to read now, I'm going to read it. If Father wants me to expand on it, I'll do so as he prompts me. But this is all stuff that God just gave me in a download last Saturday uh, in, in Australia. And so I just want to read it out and release it over you. I feel to ask you guys to stand. I feel to ask you guys to come and stand with them quickly right now that would be awesome praise the name of Jesus Wayne you can stand with them too take a step forward so they can gather around you I wonder church if you just reach out your hands and your hearts because praise the name of Jesus praise the name of Jesus I see you being released more from this local church now no one panic I might explain notice I said release more not released. They're not leaving. Don't panic. But you actually need to hear this as much as they need to hear this right now because this is not me coming up with a good idea. God is saying you need to be, I see you being released more 
from this local church and is connected to the apostolic and the prophetic grace that is on both of your lives. Father, in Jesus' name, I just release it to a new measure right now. Apostolic and prophetic grace that is both a national and, Lord, global mandate. When Father starts to stir this more, don't assume it will look a certain way, both locationally and relationally. I see Father opening up a new path. I am not saying it's not activate churches or the Acts movement, but there is something distinctively different up ahead. Your relational alignments are important. I sense the need to be careful who, but it's regarding motivation. It's not about yours or their personal advancement. So intentionality is important. Father is going to make this clear to you both. There will be a yes, a resounding yes, exclamation point in your spirit that the who is right and the motivation is right. I wonder real quickly if the church would stand real quickly and reach out your hand. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we pray for our senior leaders. Father, we're speaking protection over them and their family. Luke and Jay, Lower, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we thank you that they are appointed and anointed. Father, we thank you that even though they, like all of us, are not perfect, God, that this is a good, godly man and woman of God. And thank you that they appointed them here for this time. But you've also appointed them beyond here. And Father, as you call them out more, as you release them more, because it's not about just building this local church. It's about extension of the kingdom. And kingdom, there's something about a global, about a national and global mandate, Father, that we say in our hearts, even in advance, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, knowing that we will not suffer. But God, Lord, your purpose will be fulfilled in Jesus' name. Oh God, let us not be selfish Christians that try to hold on, but Lord, let us be releasing ones. And let it be about the kingdom. About your kingdom. In Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. Vision College. Tonight might be a bit more personal for us, but I've just been obedient. Vision College. I see a slight adjustment coming to Vision College. There is a small shift that will make a huge difference. And I see there's a lid that needs to be loosened. By the way, before I go on, the Bible says test all prophecy. The Bible says that the spirit of the prophet is subject to the prophet. The Bible talks about weighing it up. So everything I'm saying is submitted to your leaders. Is, is that cool? And everything should not be up. That means that we, we should be saying, okay, God, what are you saying about this? Understand that some's now, some's for the future. A, lo- a lid that needs to be loosened. I get a sense of a need. I- I'm going to start again. Holy Spirit just said, read it again. I see a slight adjustment coming to Vision College. There is a small shift that will make a huge difference. I see there is a lid that needs to be loosened. I get a sense of a need to restate restate some values I see three people and one person I don't know if there's a need to go from three people to one person or from one person to three people or if in different situations both are needed but there's something significant about one and three one and three again father will make it clear to you but when he does know that it is only for your good and for his best don't judge naturally when he speaks It might not make good business sense, but it will be God's way. 
and expansion will be the result. I want to say something I saw for Hamilton. Anyone here live in Hamilton? Anyone here love Hamilton? Anyone believe that God has a plan for Hamilton? Come on, come on. We need to start to speak and pray and talk like this. God bless Activate Church, but it's not just about Activate Church. Hamilton, I saw a picture of many little lights all over Hamilton. And I knew they represented individual churches. I then saw over the top of that one larger signal that pulsated from a central place over the top of all the individual lights. And I instantly knew that this spoke of a house of prayer that truly was a gathering of all the churches for the purpose of praying for Hamilton. It was not personal church based. It was not personal church agenda. In fact, it wasn't about praying for the churches, but for the city. A cry from the heart of the Father rose up in His people. This is what is going to shift things in the city. I see it starting small and gaining momentum. I want to ask you in advance, will you be part of something like that? Because I said it before, but when we work, we work. But when we pray, God works. Prayer is not something that we add on to our efforts. It is what shifts things and changes things. Nothing eternally worthwhile happens outside of the fervent prayer of righteous, the prevailing fervent prayer. Ask, keep on asking, knock, keep on knocking, seek, keep on. And when we pray, oh, this is not in there. I've got to get this. We're praying for. We're not praying against. We're not just praying against the corruption, against the evil. Sometimes if we're careful, sorry, if we're not careful, we pray more against things than we pray for people. Even the enemies, when it talks about it in Matthew, Jesus said, pray for them. Don't pray that they change. Don't pray that they stop doing the bad things. Sometimes with governments, we can pray against what they're doing. The Bible says, pray for them. Pray for the leaders. Pray for them. What was Stephen doing when he was getting stoned to death? He was praying for Saul and the ones, he said, God, don't hold this against them. Show them mercy, show them grace. And now the great apostle Paul, who was Saul, got transformed by the power of God because someone prayed for him, not against what they were doing. Should settle down. Hamilton, I saw three distinctive spots across the city that formed the shape of a triangle. I just saw it again, and I was instantly reminded about a previous word I spoke here, I think a couple years ago. And I believe there is something in it that Father wants you to lean into in prayer once again. It might not be churches, but it will be an expression of the church in different locations. Activate Church Hamilton. Anyone part of that? very clear phrase came to me and it was this not a clone of another activate church is not to be a clone of another not to be a clone of another holy spirit help me right now we got to make sure we're measuring correctly 
and deciding what we do correctly. Some people have said to me, and some people may have said to you, or you've heard, or I've heard that seeker-sensitive churches are the churches that work. Some people have said to you that purpose-driven churches are the churches that work. Some people have said to you, whatever it might be, you might have think this type of church works, or this type of church works, or this focus works, or this focus works. I beg you to listen to me right now. Seeker-sensitive churches are not in and of themselves the churches that work. The reason it works is God said to Bill Hybels, I want you to do this. And God and Bill Hybels responded to a call of God to him personally. And now we've got many around the world saying, that's what we do. And God said to me, no, no, no. What works is not what works for someone else, but what God says to you. Purpose-driven churches are not the answer, but it works because God said to Rick Warren, I want you to do this. And Rick Warren says, I will do it. And we've got people around the world saying, that's what we'll do because it works. Oh, God said to Moses, lift up your staff. It's not in the staff that the Red Sea parted, but God said to a man in a moment, do this. And he did it. Fast forward 40 years and God said to Joshua, send in the priests and send in the Levites. What would have happened if the children of Israel said that? That's not how you do it. you got to hold up a stick. No, what works is what God says to a person in a moment for a specific purpose. we got to stop making methods and models out of things that God says, I'm speaking something to you in a moment. This church, do not follow a model. Do not follow a method. And may I even be as bold enough to say, do not rely on what God said yesterday. The most important thing for a believer is not what God has said to you. It's what God is saying to you now. There's something about the present tense. It's about faith comes by hearing what God says. Not faith comes from having heard. Not a clone of another. Let me, I'm just going to read these. I'm going to have to, I don't know. Maybe I'm just meant to plant the seed and you're meant to do the work. So let me read. Is your spirit still open? You're not a clone of another. Activate church, Hamilton. Here's the question, God. I'm just reading exactly what God said. What are you doing to change the spiritual climate of New Zealand? That's a small statement. Hang on. No, no, no. We're just us. We've already talked about that. The just us is what changed the world. What are you doing, church? And what are you doing, church? To change the spiritual climate of New Zealand. Well, that's a bit big, Steve. It's a bit, Jesus, the Bible says, ask me and I'll give you nations. Make disciples of nations. New Zealand's on God's heart. Is it on your heart? I'm serious. I'm living in Australia, but it's on... I'm coming over here at least three times already this year, probably more. And I'm saying, God, 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 there's something in this nation. Now is the time. Will you be a part of it? Will you be a part of it? What are you doing to change the spiritual climate of New Zealand? And then you mentioned two things. Number one, pray. How many people think that's important? You might say, well, we've got to do more than that. We've got to be careful. Our mindset is not that there's something more important than that. I do believe we need to do more than that. Because the second thing was initiate. 
when you pray, God's going to drop things into you. And it might look small. I remind you that I just saw a cloud the size of a man's fist. It says the abundance of rain. Come on, do not despise the day of small beginnings. It's not about us doing church, but about Jesus giving us keys to the kingdom. So how's your prayer for this nation? Activate church. How's your prayer for this nation? How's your prayer for this nation? Father really wants to lift your vision from local to global. That's for Activate Church. I have a burden for the nation of New Zealand. I wonder if together, I wonder if together in the next 10 years, we can see something amazing in this nation and through this nation. Does anyone want to join me in that? I believe God gave me a prophetic word for New Zealand. I think it's the first time he's given me one for a nation and I want to bring it here for the first time. And I want you to get this and then we're going to close and we're just going to pray. This is what our fathers say for New Zealand. New Zealand is a place of carriers of God's presence. Carriers of God. All believers are, but this is a time for many of us to know it and to walk in it daily that we're carriers of God's presence, that we're carriers of God's presence, that we're carriers. This is the revelation we need. This Christ in us, this Holy Spirit. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, 19 and 20. Do you not know that you're the dwelling place of the Holy Spirit? Carriers of God's presence. I truly believe New Zealand is to be a sending place for the rest of the world. This is what's on God's heart. There is something that New Zealand carries that is being stirred up again, and this time it's going to go to a deeper level. Something that New Zealand has carried for a long, long time and is about to be stirred up again. I'm, on, I'm not speaking this loudly just to speak it, shout at you. I, I'm speaking in the atmosphere in New Zealand right now. I, I wonder if you'd join me by just... Some of you are taking notes so you can stay seated, but I need your hearts even praying with me right now in the Spirit as I'm downloading this. We want to speak it into the atmosphere. Life and death is in the power of our tongues. Come on, come on, come on. If a valley of dry bounds can come back to life, that which is in New Zealand that is there and has been manifest in years gone by, but maybe has gone a little bit quieter. It's got a, it's come a little bit subdued. It's maybe been derailed a little bit. Maybe it's been sabotaged a little bit. I want to declare that God is about to stir it up, but it's going to go to a deeper level. Go into all the world is about to accelerate for New Zealand. Where are we going and who are we sending are two questions that will frequent prayer times in many churches across this nation. This is a time of releasing, not just equipping for New Zealand. Security in senior leaders. This is important. Security in senior leaders is about to go to a whole new level as they embrace the mandate of Jesus to send people out. I see a shift in New Zealand churches from we don't have enough people we can't afford to send any to we don't have enough people we can't afford not to send any. I believe the following scripture applies to local churches in New Zealand in relation to their global mission. Proverbs 11, 24 and 25. One person, one church, one leader, gives freely, yet gains even more. Another withholds unduly, but comes to poverty. A generous 
person will prosper. And whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. God's equations and man's equations aren't even in the same textbook. Whatever I've got, if I give some away, I've got less. But with God, if I give it away, I've got more. Because He gives, I'm pouring and pressed down, shaking together. Good measure, running over. Come on, come on. I just want to see what I've said in prayer. Keep on going. Next thing, I I pray you come back tonight. I think I want to lean into probably the stepping into the fullness of what God has for you on a personal level. But I wonder if you stand with me. I know I haven't given you three points on how to go and make your business more successful or be a better golfer. But I pray that the seeds planted will enlarge something in our spirits. Father, I pray in Jesus' name, by the power of the Holy Spirit, that you'll just breathe upon the seeds planted. If you're here and you want Holy Spirit just to speak to you over coming weeks, whatever He wants to, from what, even from what has been shared, I want if you lift your hands to God right now. Just ask, Holy Spirit, would you start to speak to me? Would you start to speak to me? I cry out that this church will be a church that is a nation-changing and global, world-changing, kingdom-minded church, not a clone, but one that is praying and interceding for the nation, one that is even part of helping and facilitating prayer for Hamilton, that we go from looking in to looking out. Father, we're asking for you to move, breathe upon that. In the name of Jesus Christ. And everyone said amen. Uh, I just want to commend to you. I've just got two USB keys out there. That's, that's all I felt to bring. One is called the Classics. And that is got the, it's got 36 videos on it. I just really feel God saying this is the time to go real deep, real deep, real deep, real deep. And those 24 of those uh, Leaders of Destiny by my dad, who is my hero, an absolute legend around the world and in New Zealand, David McCracken and it's on everything. Leaders of Destiny is going to put stuff in you that is going to help you to be the man, the woman of God that God has called you to be. It deals with everything, character and intimacy with God. Uh, it is deep heart surgery, people have said. Um, it's not for the faint-hearted. It's an intense thing. As, as I said, it's 24 sessions on video with Dad. It's eight, eight sessions on spiritual authority, overcomers born to rule. Four videos on marriage, the marriage journey where I interview mum and dad on marriage. And there's dad's an incorruptible heart book, having influence without losing your integrity. The parallel lives between Saul and David, both anointed, both appointed, they ended up very differently. And we want to be ones that not only start well, but end well. Amen. And I want to commend that to you. That's a lot on that USB key. As I said, it's 36 DVDs and the whole thing. It's like a half year thing. So that's 140 um, uh, dollars out there. The other one that I want to commend to you is Growing in the Prophetic, which is 13 audio sessions and the manual and two books on there on everything to do with the prophetic by Dad, Helen Corder, who you've had here, and myself. 
on what is prophecy, how to hear from God, how to deliver a word in a way that encourages the difference between Old Testament prophecy, New Testament prophecy, the office of a prophet, discipling the emerging prophet. In other words, it's got a lot of stuff on there to help you grow in hearing from God for people. Anyone want to do that? Hearing from God for people. There's only a few of them out there. That's $50. I want to encourage you to grab that. God bless you. Thank you, Pastor Sheridan. Thank you.